Warning, the following broadcast is not intended to be a substitute for legal advice or firearm safety, competence, or proficiency training. This broadcast is solely for entertainment, discussion, and informational purposes. Side effects may include a sudden undeniable urge to exercise your Second Amendment rights, and you may in fact turn into a gun nut. You've been warned. And welcome to a special holiday edition of the Locked, Loaded, and Legal Broadcast. I'm your host, Jose Morales. And I'm Mike Jeremita. Mike, I think it's fitting that we, giving, given the fact that we're doing this special Thanksgiving episode, give thanks for all of our many, many fans who have actually listened to our crazy rants. I tell you, Jose, it's incredible. You know, we just started this thing late last month. Uh, we've got four episodes released so far. This is really episode four and a half, the Thanksgiving edition and I am absolutely floored with the overwhelming support we've had from people all over the country. You know, all the way from California to New York, we sympathize with you folks who struggle to be law-abiding gun owners in the corners of the country. Uh, we're absolutely grateful for you folks. We've got folks in Oklahoma and Texas who are listening all over the country. And we're, we're really humbled, as you like to say with the amount of overwhelming support we've gotten so far. And not only from our listeners here in the, in the United States, but also in Europe, believe it or not, as far off as Russia, uh, the UK, Sweden, Germany, uh, even France. Uh, it's that's, incredible. That's just incredible, Jose, because, you know, we hear about how folks in other parts of the world don't have uh, rights the way we do. And, and the luxuries that we have, you know, our ability to be able to... that we have, right? The, the government doesn't respect their rights the way they do here in the United States. They don't have the Second Amendment to, to protect those rights. And we're really, really glad that people across the world are taking the time to educate themselves and become responsible, law-abiding gun owners to whatever extent they can be. And, and also to, that they appreciate the fact that, you know, we, we're focusing on education and training and, and the Second Amendment and firearms. So it's, it's really, really uh, uh, humbling to have people as far off as, as Europe listen to us. So please, we, really, we would really, really like to hear from, from you. Write us, uh, reach out to us via social media at LockedLoadedAndLegal.com. Again, let us know what you'd like to hear because, again, this show is all about our listenership, isn't it, Mike? It absolutely is. And like we said in our first episode, we want to see pictures of your progress. Post them up there. Let us know what you've gotten out of the program so far. Let us know how you've taken steps to improve yourself as a law-abiding gun owner and to do things to educate yourself. We think, we think it's great. We love to see that stuff. This is what it's really all about. So, again, we're very thankful for everybody who's given such tremendous support Please do tell your friends. We want as many people to get educated through this broadcast as humanly possible. I think you agree, don't you, Jose? Absolutely. And people's feedback and and uh, input is also really, really important. So keep the emails coming. Keep the social media posts coming. And please spread the word. That's the, the biggest compliment you can pay us is by spreading the word and having other people listen to our, our crazy, wacky 30-minute uh, show. And speaking of spreading the word, I hate to name drop here, but I really want to give a very special thanks to Al Bernardi over at Harrisburg Hunters and Anglers here in Pennsylvania. Al is the man. Al is the man. You know, Al's an incredible instructor. 
I've known Al for several years at this point. He's not only somebody who I know on a professional level, but he's become a friend over the years. Harrisburg Hunters and Anglers is my home club. I've been a member there for many years, since before I was even a Pennsylvania resident, believe it or not. I love the folks over at Harrisburg Hunters and Anglers. And Al uh, graciously sent out an email blast to the members over at Harrisburg Hunters and Anglers. you got over 2,500 there alone who will be faithful listeners of Locked, Loaded, and Legal. So I want to thank Al for doing that. I want to thank Al, Al thank tremendously for his support. And we've spoken about having him come on as a guest. He's a retired law enforcement officer, and I think he's got a lot to add to the program. So I'm looking forward to having him on in a future episode. Absolutely. So am I, Al. Thank you again. You rock. Yes, you do. So, Jose, we've got a lot to talk about today. I think that there are some interesting topics related specifically to Thanksgiving that maybe people haven't thought about so far. So I want to start off by talking a little bit about considerations as a gun owner during your interactions with family during the holidays, right? So it's Thanksgiving, people are traveling, people are going to visit their family, maybe family's coming to visit them. And there are certain things, practical considerations as gun owners that you might want to take into account. I've heard you discuss these things before. So what are some of them that come to mind? Well, first of all, what comes to mind is uh, concealed means concealed. So, you know, we all have family members that may sit on one side or the other of the uh, the gun fence. If you are going to be around individuals that are going to be made uncomfortable by the fact that you're carrying a, a loaded firearm, you know, pick your battles wisely and make sure that you have a good fitting, a well-fitting holster, a well-fitting gun belt, and that your cover garments cover everything properly. And even something as simple as the act of hugging an individual, especially when we get a, a become uh, care, concealed carriers for the first time, we don't realize that we can uh, be outed as gun owners by just a simple hug. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger myself. And if you hug someone the normal way, what ends up happening is their hand lands right on your gun if you have a strong side hip holster and you carry on the right hand side. So you have to even learn how to properly hug a person so that their hand doesn't land on your gun. It happened to me once and uh, the, the, the lady looked at me and I, I was able to, to kind of fudge it and say that was my, uh, my pager. But that was back in the days when people actually carried a, a pager. So, you know. <laughs> so do you have any uh, tips that you could throw out there for folks? Well, you know, if you're, if you're a right-handed shooter and you have your holster in the right hand, keep your right arm down. Uh, keep your right arm down as you hug. Hug with your left, and you'll see that their hand never really lands on your gun, and vice versa for our left-handed shooters. That's something particularly easy to miss if you aren't used to concealed carry. And if that's not the only way that you carry, if you carry in different parts of the body, I know we've we're going to discuss this in a future episode, but might you want to change it up on a day that you know you're going to be hugging a bunch of people that you haven't seen in a whole while and your aunt's going to be squeezing your cheeks and everything like that? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for those uh, that have made the commitment to carry, I tell people I have holsters for different events as well. So <laughs> there are... There are different options. You can ankle carry, you can pocket carry small of the back, you can get a smaller gun and place it somewhere inconspicuous. Maybe off body carry if you have a purse, uh, a man purse. Uh, again, it depends on the individual. I use a man purse all the time. Depends on, again, on the scenario. So just be aware that. People may be freaked out. What comes to mind is that uh, that FBI agent that did the uh, what did the backflip. Did the backflip right. his, his gun fell out? And, uh, yeah, well, we're not going to go there. But had he worn a, the proper holster, uh, that probably wouldn't have happened. So it's really important to, to have that as a consideration. 
And so you could have done backflips all night and it was just per- perfectly fine. Well, as a matter of fact, one of the criteria for a good holster is just be able to hold the gun upside down, right? That's right, one of the criteria, right. but... Uh, yeah, we're going to get into into snafus another episode. So that sure. that's definitely something that need to people need to uh, to be aware of again. Uh, interactions with people while they're wearing their gun. Now, one thing that always comes to mind for me, maybe because uh, I heard about a horror story from a friend of mine, is sometimes people use the bathroom, and you've you've heard about this even from law enforcement officers. I think there's one in D.C. who did this not too long ago but they leave their firearm in the restroom after they're done yes, doing yes. that. Particularly at a Thanksgiving dinner when you've got people from your family who might not be gun owners or might feel a certain way about uh, you know, possession of firearms, carrying firearms. That could lead to a very contentious evening, don't you think? <laughs> and yeah, it would be a little embarrassing, but especially it's a, it's a security risk as well. For those of you who don't carry or haven't really started carrying, and those of you who do, we realize that how incredibly challenging sometimes it is going to the bathroom, the simple act of going to a public restroom using uh, having a, a loaded gun in a holster. It really is kind of a kind of a bit of a ballet and it can be pretty interesting. So if you decide to at any time unholster your gun, which is a bad idea that's in the holster for a reason, please be sure that you re-secure and reholster your firearm after using the bathroom. Again, the last thing we want to uh, have happen is have a tragedy happen. If you leave your gun there, let's say a child or someone that uh, isn't supposed to have access to the gun gets to that gun, it's going to be a bad day, right? So just be aware of your responsibility to retain your gun at all times. Yeah, the story that I heard was out in Oklahoma, a friend of mine managed a gas station out there, and he was... At work one night, he went into the restroom, he walks in, and there's a loaded firearm on the diaper changing station. So somebody must have used the restroom, gotten uncomfortable, and set it up there for a minute, and totally forgot to, to retake possession of his firearm before he left that gas station. And you know, I'd imagine that that guy didn't have a pleasant interaction when the police came knocking on his door that he had left a loaded firearm in a public gas station. We'd be surprised how how often that happens, believe it or not. I've heard other stories as well, very similar stories. Listen, there but for the grace of God, right? Just be aware that it's our responsibility to retain our guns. And uh, if you have to, hey, listen, go to your, you know, strap your gun on and use your own restroom and figure out what to do before you actually go out and do it in public, right? Absolutely. That's a that's a very good idea because, God forbid, your own firearm gets into the wrong hands. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to feel absolutely terrible because really bad things can happen. You're going to be responsibly, responsible, legally speaking, and really on the moral side, you're, you're going to have that weighing on your conscience. And contrary to popular belief, gun owners do actually uh, feel these things, right? We don't want tragedies to happen, so... Uh, we want to make sure that we can do everything that we can to avoid these sorts of things. Yes, we as gun owners, we do have hearts that beat blood and not some noxious black liquid. And with that said, Mike, during our next segment, we'll talk a little bit more about holiday security. Another segment of Locked, Loaded, and Legal Holiday Edition. So, Mike, before we start talking about holiday security, are there any legal considerations that you'd like to, to discuss on the air? 
Sure. You know, Thanksgiving is a time where a lot of people cross state lines. So I want to remind everybody that if you are crossing state lines, make sure you know and understand the laws of the state to which you're going. For example, I hear people all the time who mistakenly think that they can bring an unloaded firearm to visit their family in New Jersey. And that can be a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. We see these horror stories happen all the time where somebody who has no intentions of harming anybody, no intentions of breaking the law, they become accidental criminals and they end up spending $100,000 in attorney fees. They end up spending massive amounts of time in jail. Just to give you an example, in New Jersey, hollow point rounds, possession of a mere hollow point round outside of exemption is a crime punishable up to 18 months. And if you're talking about possession of a handgun, even if it's unloaded, taken apart, it's in your trunk and you're going up to your mother-in-law's for Thanksgiving, you're outside of exemption while possessing that handgun. And what the, the sentence is, you've got mandatory minimum of three and a half years in state prison with no opportunity for parole and no discretion by the judge. And your possession of that unloaded handgun outside of exemption will get you a mandatory minimum three and a half years. I'm not kidding when I say that. Uh, and understand that there are other states that have strict prohibitions on possession very similarly. So if you're going to travel out of state, you really need to know what the laws are of that particular state. So that's my, my main tip for everybody during the times of Thanksgiving and during Thanksgiving dinner when you're visiting with family. Now, that kind of brings me to my next point, Jose. When you're having dinner with your family, it seems that there's this stereotype that all the awkward conversations happen at Thanksgiving, right? Because maybe it's a holiday that's that's far away from others where maybe consists of family gatherings. So this is the first time that people are around one another in quite some time and you get quite a few people together, maybe people you haven't seen all year right or maybe not since christmas and, absolutely and, and it doesn't help that you know it's also kind of sometimes fueled and lubricated by by alcohol right that's an, that's another thing that that could contribute to the the whole situation so people always fear having awkward conversations during thanksgiving and it seems like many times they go too far so I just want to encourage people, if somebody is getting into a conversation about gun ownership with you at Thanksgiving, maybe you've got an uncle who's anti-gun, an uncle who doesn't understand why you're into guns and he knows that you're into guns, take the time to ask questions. I think that's an important tactic that not a lot of folks use as gun owners. We're quick to write people off as idiots. And sometimes I understand it's frustrating when people have misconceptions uh, and that can really get your blood boiling, but it's not going to help to yell back at them and call them an idiot. Take some time to ask questions. Do you find that that works for you, Jose? Well, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's do less talking, more listening and asking questions and kind of having them clarify their stances and their, and their opinions. That really, that really helps as well. You know, they may go off on a, on a rant and, you know, we have to realize that generally these conversations are fueled by emotion. And we have to find kind of common ground. And there is common ground. We just have to kind of discuss it and discover it together. But um, just like you had mentioned, ask questions. Ask questions and listening 
works really, really well. I was speaking to someone today, as a matter of fact, and, and uh, you know, they know that I'm a firearms instructor, and uh, they said, hey, great show. Uh, you know, I said, oh, fantastic. Listen, have you listened to it? Yeah, I started listening to it. I said, well, do you have any, you know, do you have any feedback? Do you, uh, you know, any opinions? Uh, what do you, would you like us to discuss? And he goes, well, yeah, I'm, I'm upset about these guns. And I just, I'm trying to, and he started speaking in generalities. And so I said, so the more agitated he got, um, the more calm and relaxed I got. And I asked him, I, I asked him, well, what in particular? And so by the end of the, uh, you know, the conversation, I was able to kind of clarify with him and I, and I was able to help him clarify his feelings, which were all based on emotion. And it could have easily escalated into like uh, an argument but I started listening, just like you had mentioned, and having him clarify his points. And, and after a while, he was agreeing with, with, uh, with kind of uh, the, the points that I was making. So it does help to listen and to ask questions. Well, we want to first of all thank him for listening, right, to maybe clear up some of the misconceptions that he might have about firearms or gun owners in general. And I always hear you use the term teachable moment. And I think that there could be a good opportunity to have teachable moments at Thanksgiving, because when you're asking questions and you're listening, you might help people identify that they have these misconceptions, that they, they don't really understand certain things about firearms. Maybe they misunderstood something or heard something that was plain false, and they've had that in their brain for quite some time. So use these opportunities for teachable, teachable moments wisely. Uh, stay calm, stay collected. Don't walk into the trap of becoming the stereotype that they've painted us. And, and as you mentioned before, ask questions. And hey, you know, just turn around and say, hey, listen, Uncle Johnny, I understand how you feel. Thanks for sharing your opinions with me. Do you want to go? Let me take you to the range. Let's go shooting. Have you been why trying? Not? Hey, why not? Especially if I've never been shooting. Take them there and they'll be hooked automatically. Guarantee it happens all the time. And, you know, that's a beautiful thing when people get out there and they actually give it a shot. And they actually enjoy it because I think a lot of times it clears things up for them. They come to the range. One of my friends who I took who had never been to the range said he was very surprised at how welcoming everybody was once we were in there. How he had people coming on over, uh, you know, talking about the guns that we were shooting and talking about the guns they were shooting, giving tips, things of that nature. So uh, he was very, very surprised at, at how welcoming the community was. And I think that if you get the opportunity to take a family member to the range for the first time, they'll see something very similar. Hi, Jose Morales here. Mike and I want to take a minute to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to us. If you find the broadcast interesting or informative, please tell others about us and consider showing your support either by becoming a patron on Patreon or through a donation on PayPal via the links at LockedLoadedAndLegal.com. Thanks again, and stay safe. And welcome back to the Locked, Loaded, and Legal broadcast. We remind everybody to take a look at our website, LockedLoadedAndLegal.com, and let us know what you think. Let us know if you've got ideas of future topics for episodes, and post pictures of your progress. We want to hear about your walk as a law-abiding gun owner. We're here for you folks, the listeners. Tell your friends, tell your barber, tell your doctor, tell anyone who will listen. We want as many people to be educated because you don't have to learn the hard way. So, Jose, when you left, we were leading into talking about security tips over the holidays. And I know that this is really your domain. This is your field of expertise. But for one second, I'm going to be the expert. 
And I want to let everybody in on a security tip specifically geared towards Thanksgiving. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a listener to Locked, Loaded, and Legal, you need to stay away from romaine lettuce. There's been an E. coli breakout, so I need everybody to romaine calm and let us resolve this matter quickly. All right, everybody, <laughs> stay away from romaine lettuce. E. coli is nasty stuff, Jose. Absolutely. It is very, very nasty stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember to romaine calm. I like that, Mike. Romaine calm. Can't say I made it up. So, security tip number one. Security tip number one is if you have a security system, ladies and gentlemen, please use it. Uh, a lot of people have security systems and we become complacent over time. Figure out, you know what, it's a it's a bit of a pain in the neck. I oh, I did, honey, did you turn the system on? No, I didn't. Did you, honey? And before you realize it, you've left your home uh, unguarded. You're paying um, good money to have a security system monitor or a security company monitor your, your premises and you don't set your alarm. Believe it or not, in my my area, my block in particular, I took a little bit of a... In, of a uh, impromptu survey and every single person on my block and it's a pretty safe area have been broken in and they all had alarm systems and failed to set it set them up or turn them on before they left so it's a really really important thing to actually set your alarm system up and for those of you who don't have an alarm system consider getting one you don't have to get a professional system per se there are very uh there are a number of very affordable uh, wireless Wi-Fi based systems that will help keep you secure and monitor your premises. And these are kinds of things that sometimes as gun owners, we don't think beyond the gun, right? You got to think about all sorts of different considerations. And it just reminds me of really, uh, you know, we laugh when we think about it, but remember the home alone movie where Joe Pesci was dressed up like a police officer and he'd been scoping out the neighborhood for all those weeks and families are just feeding him information. And what he's doing is setting it up for when everybody went on vacation because they told him themselves uh, that they robbed the place. Do you remember that movie, Jose? Oh, very well. Yeah, I love that movie. It was great. It was the first time I actually noticed Joe Pesci. <laughs> of course you, you're known as Joe Pesci is that what you no, said? No I noticed Joe Pesci I, re I realized that he was an actor I was at my first encounter with Joe Pesci as an actor was years ago it was like early 90s right I think oh yeah 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 right around the time of Goodfellas and you know Casino and all those movies Raging Bull maybe it was a little earlier I don't know. Let us know if you're if you're a listener and you know the, the chronology of Joe Pesci. If you're film. a Joe Pesci expert, please write in and correct us. <laughs> Maybe right. that'll be our future guest, a Joe Pesci expert. But that would be you know, awesome. in all seriousness, uh, these are the kinds of things that, that people do, right? They scope out people's homes during the holidays. They know that people are vulnerable. You got a whole lot of stuff going on, a million things on your mind. And that's when uh, they can attack, right? Yep. And that's when they do attack. So, you know, with my alarm systems in particular, I have them, I upgraded them a couple of years ago, and I have them set up so that I have a geofence. If I forget to set my alarm for whatever reason, my alarm system my, uh, goes off or it test sends me a text. Hey, dummy, uh, don't forget to turn your alarm on. Uh, it knows once I leave a certain area, get a certain distance away from my alarm system, again, through through the internet, and uh, it knows and sends me a reminder to set my alarm so again if you have it please 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 use it and if you don't have them consider getting them and actually one of the best investments i made in a while was a set of those wireless uh, i don't know if you uh have heard of them mike the uh, blink cameras 
Hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah, they, they're great. I actually use them uh, to monitor. Uh, they get my packages, believe it or not, because I got kind of got tired of uh, some of my packages disappearing. I live on a kind of busy street, and that's something that happens pretty often during the holidays. Criminals will monitor all of those Amazon gifts, uh, Amazon boxes that are kind of in your front uh, steps and in your front door. Uh, it's very easy to have them disappear. So uh, a camera system isn't a bad thing as well. Yeah, a lot of things falling off the back of trucks during uh, the holidays. And, you know, even beyond that, just using some common sense, right? Being alert, being aware, being on your toes, being street smart. These kinds of things can help us locking your doors, right? Simple stuff like that. You don't have to go out of your way a whole lot. It's just a simple step. You just got to take the time and you got to stay alert. You know, I think uh, very recently, Anthony and Sandy over at Gun for Hire had a conversation about some you know, security tips during the holidays. They talked a little bit about Black Friday. A lot of the things they were, they were discussing brought me back to my old days in Brooklyn where my my dad was always telling me, hey, you got to pay attention for this, pay attention for that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And, you know, a special shout out to Anthony and Sandy. I know that we got word that they've listened to some episodes so far. We really appreciate that. So, again, a huge thank you from Lock, Loaded, and Legal. And as an alumni of uh, Gun for Hire and Gun for Hire Radio, thank you guys so much for all you've done, all you do, and all you continue to do. So thank you again. Absolutely. So that brings me to our next point. We're going to talk a little bit about Black Friday being out there while people are shopping and some of the security concerns that people might have, some of the things that they might be able to do. I know for me personally, um, I wait till Christmas Eve to do my shopping. That's the way I roll. Uh, But folks who are getting out there and they are shopping, what kinds of things do you suggest for them, Jose? Well, just to be alert. First and foremost, be alert. Be aware of people that may be around your car when you approach it back again with bags in your hands. Try not to have uh, lots of bags and your hands overburdened. Have your at least your strong side available with your keys or with a way to access if you do carry a firearm. And scan. Scan around before you get to your car. Make sure there's no one behind it, around it, underneath it. Criminals can get very, very creative, and they know that a lot of times when we approach our vehicles overburdened with bags and such, those bags are also distractions and also fodder for them to steal. Absolutely. They're looking for silver tuna to make the Home Alone reference again, right? That's what they're there for at the end of the day. Thank you, you, Mike. I'm going to have to watch that movie now. Again. Yeah, and watch part two as well, Lost in New York, right? (laughs) One of the things that I think commonly gets overlooked in these considerations though is who's following you not only once you get to your car people tend to think once you get to your car you're safe but i actually heard a story lady in new jersey and she was going shopping during the holidays lived in a nice area went shopping at one of the malls and somebody actually followed her home and robbed her at gunpoint at her home took all the stuff and you know it was a really really scary situation so what kinds of things can you do to avoid something like that? Well, Mike, first and foremost, we have to be alert and aware, and which is difficult with all the natural distractions that we have, but just do, don't lose sight of who is around you. And as I've mentioned before, and I like to mention in class, hands are usually the threat and eyes show intent. So as you're walking towards your car, be aware of who's around you, where their hands are placed, who may be around or behind your car, and whether or not they're looking at you. Again, alertness and awareness makes a huge difference in avoiding 
of being a potential victim. Well, I, I hope that all of our listeners take these kinds of things into account if they're going to go out there shopping. Anthony did mention on the show that you don't really save a whole lot of money if you shop on Black Friday. So maybe that's something you want to think about. But but if you do, we do hope that everybody stays safe, stays alert, and, and gets home in one piece, gets home safe. Absolutely. Two quick things I want to mention before, uh, before the end of this uh, episode. Number one is take care of what you post on social media, especially uh, documenting, let's say, not only what you've purchased, but where you're going to be, that you're going to be out of the home, uh, where you, because it's letting criminals potentially know exactly where you're going to be. And if they do a little social engineering, a little research on you, they can figure out where you live and uh, they'll have a fair warning as to where you are and, and plenty of time to kind of loot your house. And the second tip is if you purchase high value items, and again, this is a little bit more relevant to Christmas, but I'd mention it now, and we'll we'll follow it up during the holidays, during the Christmas holiday episode. And try not to take your high purchase and value items, their boxes, and just leave them, put them out for the trash man to pick up. Cut those things up. You don't want people to drive by and say, oh, this person just got a brand new 4K curved 65-inch TV because they know exactly what's inside your home. I drive by certain places, and I notice that quite often happening with most people. So just cut up those boxes uh, on those high-ticket value items. Yeah, two things my Brooklyn dad often mentioned to me. First, about the whereabouts. That makes me want to pull my hair out of my head when somebody says, oh, I'm glad to be spending the weekend with my lovely sister in Rhode Island, right? You just let everybody know that you're not going to be around and have a field day. You, you just invited the wet bandits over to your house, right? Well, you will, we, 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 we're New Yorkers, so we're naturally, we're naturally, you know, not paranoid, but I guess distrustful. Uh, yeah, you think about what's the worst thing that somebody could do to you if you do something else, right? If exactly. I do X, what's the worst thing that, that somebody else, that a criminal would do in this situation? And sometimes we have to think like that. It's, it's unfortunate, you know, we all want to live in Mayberry, as our good, plan, our good friend Clint Mackerel. Pleasantville. Yeah. We, we, we all want to live in that fantasy town from the 1950s television program, but that's not the way the world is anymore. Absolutely, and we want to make sure that, no, that people learn from our mistakes. So again, well, this brings us to the end of another episode already, Mike. Oh, time really flies. I really hope that everybody has an excellent Thanksgiving. Again, we want to thank you folks for tuning in every week. Uh, we're over. We're just absolutely floored by the overwhelming support. But don't let it stop. Keep it up and tell your friends. Like we said, spread the word. There needs to. We need to get more of this out there. Spread the word and keep listening. And again, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. And beware of Romanian lettuce. That's right. And turkey. I think there's something. Okay. Take care, guys. You've been listening to another episode of Locked, Loaded, and Legal, promoting firearm safety, training, and education so you don't have to learn the hard way. Brought to you by Philly Firearms Radio. For more information and to show your support, visit us at LockedLoadedAndLegal.com.